Welcome, everyone, to episode 16 of the Making Waves Mindset Show. On today's episode, Dave and I address the ongoing challenges that come with operating a small business or becoming an entrepreneur here at home in Canada. Impacts are being felt around the world to the supply chain, and we wanted to let you know our thoughts. We are asked, and we wanted to answer you, what is taking place in our society as our freedoms continue to be restricted our way of living, raising a family, and earning an income become impacted. Join us as we make waves in episode 16. (laughs) Can you hear that? I can hear that. So, uh, Dave, as we start episode 16, are you uh, at the water park or are you on the bidet? little of both. <laughs> the Making Waves Mindset Show has taken a new direction. We are talking to you live. <laughs> we are live from the washroom. From the washroom. Yeah. It's okay. We don't sweat the small stuff, Dave. We don't let these That's right. sound effects. It's Halloween. You're just testing out what you need. That's right. Exactly. Well, welcome, everyone. Episode 16 of the Making Waves Mindset Show. On behalf of Dave and I, we are always excited to have you on the journey where we share the good, the bad, the ugly, and our story in the entrepreneurial space. That's right. Welcome. That's right. Welcome. 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 Yeah. Thanks for following us. Thanks for being subscribers. Thanks for sharing. Yes. Our show is now international. We had a great interview today. We did. With uh, with a podcaster out of Ohio. Yeah. Which was great. Incredible. Which, uh, it will be out shortly. We will keep everyone up to speed on that. It's amazing how just doing something and taking action, Dave, has led you and I to be recognized by other people right. in the United States who hear the product we offer and the story and the value we bring to people yeah. that they want to have us on their program and to share it to their international audience. And that, that is the, that's what I love about business. Yes. You know, the networking that yep. has taken place just from you and I sharing our journey. So, yep. yeah. So I wanted to talk today about small businesses and how specifically our government has handled small businesses in Toronto specifically, if not just Ontario, um, in my mind, small businesses are getting the raw end of the deal. They have been downloaded with having to enforce, be the enforcers for the vaccine passport. They've been um, shut down because of the pandemic. They've been closed. They've lost their businesses. They've gone through a really hard time. Absolutely. I don't understand and I can't fathom how the government can look at a small business and say to them, you shall enforce public health rules against the public, which in turn will impact your business financially. That's right. Doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand how they can take a look at a small business that was impacted for the last almost 18 months in terms of financial loss, 
not having customers allowed into their restaurant because of social distancing, masks. Then you download the, to them and you say, okay, you can open up, but it's only going to be at a certain percentage. And here's all the other stipulations that you have to do. So you got to buy dividers. You have to buy hand sanitizer. You have to buy, uh, use an app now. Put all these extra costs on a business that wasn't making money for the last 18 to 20 months yeah. that this pandemic's been going. And now you're saying to them, not only do you have to buy all that stuff to operate and you're going to operate at a reduced capacity, but you now need to make sure that anyone coming into your establishment is vaccined and double vaccined. And it's up to you as the owner of the business to ensure that that's happening. Yep. In most businesses that are happening, like restaurants, for example, that are having to ensure people have vaccines, the people doing the enforcement it's a part-time job for them. This is not their full-time job. This is not the owners of the business standing at the front door. Yeah. These are hostesses, waiters, waitresses. You've now entrusted them that they're going to be able to recognize what a passport or a vaccine passport is supposed to be doing. What and the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah. Not only do you have to be vaccined, but you have to go inside the business with a mask on. What about that hockey arena this week? That's right. Over 20,000 people crammed into an arena as if they're being stuffed into a tuna sardine can. And if you are, you know, a business owner, you can't even have people in your establishment to the max capacity. They're sitting side by side. We've lost sight as a country. We've lost sight as a government on how to protect people. They're supposed to be today. There's supposed to be an announcement on moving out of stage three in Ontario, reducing the level of vaccines, restrictions. What are we doing here? I think we're totally lost. One week we lock everything down. The next week we open everything up. If you're a large corporation, you're okay to operate. If you're a small business, you're not. In the business world, it's quite turbulent. And I say that as an entrepreneur, as Dave and I are, and, and small business owners, but there's also a side where people forget they're working for someone. They think they're protected. They have their pension. Everything's amazing. Well, these implications fall onto you as well. You know, it will have an impact in your workplace. Is your employer able to keep you employed? Will these sanctions and restrictions violate their ability to pay you? You know, at some point, costs push and shoving cause a collapse of the entire industry. And just before a recording, I see the Premier of Ontario now reaching out to the CEOs, business owners of the hospitals, asking, well, actually, I don't know if we should be terminating nurses and doctors <laughs> for their vaccination status. Right. Right? Businesses. They're, they, they are businesses. People forget that hospitals are businesses. And so the CEOs are now being asked feedback on their mindset as to if this is the right direction. Well, we know our healthcare system pre-virus has not been the strongest. There's always been a shortage of nurses and doctors. And so it's quite the journey to see right across the entire framework, the spectrum from entertainment to healthcare, the implications of what the government is doing. 
and in my opinion, far overreaching their elected duties and responsibilities by the people. Mm-hmm. We have an epidemic of the obese. We have other health issues, cancers, which unfortunately cause a loss of life in greater numbers. And we don't see this level of restriction on how many cheeseburgers you can eat or how many pieces of candy you can consume. Uh, but we are watching businesses suffer, suffer and people uh, suffering in their workplace, mentally, physically. The businesses that are closing, you know, Dave and I, you, you, you mentioned to me downtown Toronto, stores closed, storefronts closed, boutiques, restaurants unable to make it by running restricted. There are business owners who don't even want to, on the restaurant side, they don't even want to open up their establishment to seat, mm-hmm. to sit in dining because they're running the risk of some very interesting people coming in there to cause them harm in their business. It's just, we're sure. going to stick to takeout until the government yep. figures out what they're doing because now they're doing a U-turn. They're doubling sure. back. They're realizing what a failed stance we've taken now we have to pull back and reduce restrictions and consult the CEOs of hospitals as if this is the right thing to be doing. And it is destroying our country. I think there are too many people, Dave, strumming guitars and pretending everything is happy-go-lucky, not realizing that everything has an impact. Look at the cost of our groceries right now. Look at the, uh, the cause of, of failed ports in our country, even North America and the United States. Because of restrictions, we are now not getting product. These are businesses into our stores. I don't know about you, Dave, but the grocery stores I attend, there continually has been a shortage of product on the shelves Mm -hmm. for the last few months. These are businesses Mm -hmm. unable to get product in to sell to you as the consumer. Yep. Yep. I just don't know where we're going. And as a a business owner, this should scare you. This should be your wake-up call to figure out what the government is doing to you as a business and what are you going to do to voice that what are you going to do to stand up for your rights as a business a lot of these businesses that have decided not to do dine-in it's financial as well it's huge to do dine-in you have to purchase dividers you have to purchase plexiglass you have to purchase and that's even if you can get it 100% a lot of the stuff you can't even get right now and there's even questions to the validity of it. Yep. Are they effective? You know, and we've lost, I think, our, our, our freedom in the country. And we've lost our ability to have people prosper here. You know, a successful country derives from successful people. And people who are able to provide for their families, who are able to make decisions freely. And uh, that has a huge 360 spin on the economy and it's uh, very interesting that people are in this position i know shop owners who will say richard if somebody were to join me and and refinance their home and participate in joining a store with me you'll quickly realize at how quick we're being threatened with losing our business if we don't participate in what's taking place. And if we choose to go against the grain just to keep afloat to survive and to provide to their own families, it will have a detrimental impact. And that's what's scary as a business owner, mm-hmm. especially providing a service like that when you're when you literally are, you have your home on the line now because if you go against what's being told, 
you run the risk of down. being shut down. But if yeah. you if you participate, you now don't have consumers That's and right. people coming in. But as you look around the world, even in the Scandinavian countries, Dave, they've eased up or have had zero restrictions from the start and are thriving. Yeah. It makes you wonder. They see it, they see it for what it is. They see right? it for what it is. They see it for what it is. And I don't want our listeners to think, oh, these two guys are out there now. They're far, far rights. They're conspiracy theorists. No, we're realists. We spent the last 20 years of our careers enforcing the Canadian Charter rights and freedoms. We took this an oath of office. This is what we did. We took an oath of office to enforce those. Those were the most important things of our jobs. If we violated those, that's it. You could lose your job, be fired. You violate someone's charter rights, you lose the case. It's done. Why are we getting away from that as a society? And people, why have we decided to forget about our charter rights and freedoms? Why are you okay? At what point is enough enough? At what point are you going to be okay with the government taking away your charter rights? You know, Dave, as we slowly segue away from the business standpoint, I'm having parents tell me. They're terrified of their children being subjected to some of these types of mandates coming forward. And as I've said publicly many times before, we need to protect those who are elderly, who are at risk. And if you feel you need to participate and take the vaccination, do it. But at the end of the day, if you meet the criteria that has been explained by the scientific community as not needing it, you don't need it. The choice is yours. It's the freedom. It's the choice to live your life and to have the liberty to be free in this country. What actions can we take, Dave? But that's the biggest thing. You know, voicing your opinion, voicing your freedoms. Make a little video. If you've chosen not to take the vaccine, that's fire. My wife said it the best. It's like tattoos. Choose to get them. Don't choose to get them. It's your choice. Should be no one else's choice. I think our listeners, Dave, for those who are passionate, Dave and I are authentic. We are organic. We are real people. And we are going to tell you the up and downhill battles. And in a time like this, our society needs strong people to come forward and people to speak up. Because I get the messages almost daily from people on both sides. As Dave and I say, it's not a political issue. It comes down to a freedom. But the political positions are impacting our way of life, from how our children show up and present themselves in school, to how a restaurant owner can open up their business, to how you can go to a shopping mall to purchase goods and stimulate the economy. These have a huge downward and spiraling effect. And you're not going to have a business to work for or to own, you're not going to have a pension or to be able to gather your income because there is a huge impact. Look at the cost of things right now. Fuels through the roof. Everything. Everything. Shortage of supplies, materials. Go go to the store and buy a steak. You're the third person this week, actually, to mention that to me. Go go buy a steak steak right now. You can't buy a steak for less than than $15. Mm -mm. That's ridiculous. For a piece of meat? It's crazy. It's crazy. I think our listeners could, if you feel you're comfortable, put a quick video together. Why is freedom important to me? 
Why is it important to my family? Dave, you and I have talked. I've told you about what my grandparents said to me when I was a kid. I was one of the oldest in our you know, family and was able to probably spend the most time with them. And they each explained to me as a kid, we came to Canada for opportunity to escape communism, socialism, and to be free, to be entrepreneurs. My grandparents were entrepreneurs. And Canada offered those opportunities, and it's a very uh, it's a very troubling time. And and part of the part of our show is making waves and having mindset. And if you really believe in your values and you want to speak up, do it. We talk Don't about freedom. We talk about freedom of choice, right? The freedom to make your own living. The freedom to make your destiny. This is as well going to impact that. Your freedom of movement. Do you want to be injecting yourself with something for the rest of your life, year after year after year, to protect other people? I don't know. It's your decision to make. It should be your decision to make. No one else's decision. That's the biggest issue here. So it's some food for thought for everyone. It's going to have implications on your children and how you live the rest of your life. The science is out there on both sides. Everyone wants to go doctor this, doc. Well, there's doctors on the other side who are being silenced, targeted, and terminated. removed, terminated, 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 coming forward to the media, telling people they're resigning because what they're seeing firsthand goes completely against what is being pushed out in the media. And people forget that the media are giant corporations in businesses who are paid to put a message out there. Yep. When Dave and I were in law enforcement, we would always say, why does the media never cover the good side of law enforcement? Mm-hmm. The good side of policing. They don't want to talk about the good stories. And if they did, it was the last 30-second segment tucked away in the back corner, the fluffy good stuff, yep. and that was it. Everything else was about how many people were shot, killed, and murdered, and died. Mm-hmm. Fear sells news. Right. When people say to me, well, there's there's issues on both sides. They're all lying. Well, if they're all lying, why don't you take the time to find the common neutral ground in the middle and decide for yourself what the truth is? People spend more time trying to save $3 on a cell phone for their monthly subscription, monthly plan, than doing the research here and filtering through the dust and finding the clean, polished product. Nobody wants to do that. They read a headline, they see a little Instagram post, and they're ecstatic. They're not looking at who the author is and beyond the headline and establishing the criteria and the validity to that statement. Places around the world are fully operating, no issues, no no health passes, none of this garbage. Dave and I have shared before. Dave, what's that health pass remind you of? what my grandfather went through right right you're having to put something hold something carry something prove who you are prove what side of the street you live on just to go about your business just to go about your day and is that freedom definitely not definitely not there's people going to be listening to this that say well it's for the greater good 
It's to protect everyone else. But isn't that the job of the vaccine to protect? That's right. You? Dave, you know, I want you, Dave, to wear sunblock so I don't get sunburned. Does that make sense? As Dave and I have said from the start, we are believers in freedom. This is not a political issue. We do not pick sides. We protected freedom. We upheld the charter with dignity, pride, and was distinguished in our career. And it comes down to your choice because that is Canada. If you feel you need to take it, take it. If you're at risk, take it. Mm-hmm. But I meet the criteria that the scientists say you have a 99.7% chance of recovery. It's impacting every aspect of our life. Everything. And it's going to continue. It's going to continue. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens today in the media, but see what U-turn they take now. Yeah. What other implications they put on businesses. We want you to know we're genuine, we're good-hearted people. And say something. You might not agree with us, it's fine. We just hope that you've taken the time to look at the other side and you're not reacting on emotions and making irrational decisions. You have the choice to do what is best for you. I don't tell you to put down the bags of chips, stop drinking cola, and not exercising. Dave and I take our lifestyle, diet, and health very seriously. Sure, we indulge in the donut. That just comes from previous land of work. But we exercise. We take care of ourselves. The other day, Dave, this is, this is funny, actually. The other day, I was out for a drive, and I passed by a house. They had a clear plastic garbage bag. I took a video of this. You want to take a guess at what was filling the entire linings of that plastic garbage bag? Boxes of processed food? More or less. It was was a a cola product. Mm -hmm. The two-liter bottles. There had to have been two dozen. Wow. We have a diet. We have an obesity issue. We have a health care issue when it comes to people's lifestyle, and we don't teach healthy active lifestyle or diet in school. We don't do that. But this is what doesn't make sense is our government is pushing this vaccine so hard. They're pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. What about all the other pandemics we have? We have a lot of pandemics out there. We have people dying from cancer. We have people dying from obesity, suicides, suicides, mental health issues. We have people who live up in the North who have to boil their water, which is insane. How come we're not going after those as hard as we are for this pandemic? Food for thought. It's food for thought. You know, Dave and I wanted to come together because we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. And our show is all business. This episode is not political. It's to simply encourage you to think differently. Look at your mindset. Understand what is taking place around you. The choice is yours. If you feel vocal, make a post, write an article, say something, get active. Because Dave and I see it, there are many people out there on both sides who believe that what is taking place is wrong on both sides. Because they believe in freedom, so they've chosen to take the vaccine. 
and they also agree that this is absolutely terrifyingly wrong. Yep. We're going to see the end of more businesses, more companies, impacts on services, but nobody's asking questions. So we hope you take it to heart and take action. Awesome. All right. Thanks for joining everyone. Episode 16. It's a quick one. Quick one. Have a listen. Have Share. a listen. Yeah. We wanted to, uh, to reach out there. We know you're out there because you're reaching out to us. And that concludes episode 16. Thank you for joining Dave and I on our journey today. Remember, we are not a political show. We are an entrepreneurial program investing our effort and time into showing you our journey and to bringing on guest speakers and those who share the excitement in the small business and entrepreneurial space. With so many changes taking place in our society, it is important we discuss how those implications can have an impact on your business. Whether you work for yourself or you work for someone else, the changes are felt at all levels. If you would like to subscribe, follow, leave a comment, feedback, please reach us at www.makingwavesmindset.com. You can also find Dave at Dave A. Moskowitz on Instagram. Yours truly at Richard DiBiase on Instagram and TikTok. Until episode 17, we hope you continue to make waves, dream bigger, and take action in life. We'll talk to you soon.